Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY, as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. And welcome in Life Planning 101 right here on KTX KWBY. A cool, cloudy Monday morning, but a warmer Monday than it was a couple of weeks ago. Angela Robinson with us. Good morning, Angela. Good Monday morning. Uh, first day of March, right? Are we there wow. yet? Yeah. I think we are. So uh, spring is coming. I feel it. It's, got it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> so here I am, um, you know, for those northerners that are listening to our show every week, I'm sure there's an oh. Oh, gosh, there they go again, talking about their cold weather. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, we're going to have something else for you to roll your eyes about this morning, and that's called taxes. Uh, Believe it or not, tax time's sneaking up on us, right? And uh, everybody's starting to think that direction. So we want to help you think a little bit more in that direction. And it reminds me of a little story about a lady that um, she was passing in downtown uh, Houston and sees this guy on the side of the road that's homeless and needs money. And she typically didn't give money, but she just attended a sermon and talked about giving. And so she really felt guilty. She rolled down her window and, and she handed him a dollar bill. And she says, you know, I'm really not doing this for you. I'm doing this for me. And he said, well, if that's the case, why don't you give me a 20 and you're going to feel really good about yourself, (laughs) right? So, uh, you know, if you think about taxes, I think, um, you know, if we all had the spirit of giving back to the government, maybe we'd be more joyful about this increasing uh, tax issue on the loom. And um, it's not for everybody. You know, uh, not everybody's going to have that, uh, supposedly, based on what the proposals are saying. Uh, But there are two numbers that are very important. And there are two numbers I want you to get stuck in your head. Because this will mean if you need to be extremely serious about tax planning, or if you just need to be serious about tax planning. Okay? So, everyone needs to be serious about tax planning. Right. And, you know, we've given lots of food for thought on the show about that. You know, it's not just who's in our administration. They are spending money like crazy in Washington. Yes. And it doesn't, it's both sides, right? So there's, this is an apolitical issue. The money is going crazy. Well, how is that going to get paid for? Well, there's only really two ways for that to get paid for. Number one, that we grow ourselves out of that debt issue, uh, meaning the number of people paying taxes or the amount of money that's being taxed is increased okay the second way that it gets done is via a little equation called tax revenue equals the number of people times the rate so the second way is the rate it's going up and it's not a matter of if it's going to happen it's when it's going to happen and are you ready for it Um, i was helping a couple last week that's looking to retire this year and they have done very well for themselves. They've worked for a publicly traded company for years and years and years, and they have had uh, company stock. They've, you know, maxed out their retirement plans, both of them. They're both high up in the company, um, and they've done done an incredible job. 
and the price that they're paying for doing an incredible job is they're entering into retirement with their biggest threat being taxes taxes Mm. because the majority of their money is tied up within their 401k plans and so with that being said you know we had to look at different proposals okay if tax rates go up five percent if they go up ten percent if they go up twenty percent if they go up fifty percent do you think that's nuts people may say oh it'll never happen well, I want to remind you that we are at the lowest tax rates in history. You know, we have this little bias that we only know what what is most recent to us. Right. We don't think about um, what could actually happen. And, and you forget in this country that at one time tax rates were above income tax rates were above 70 percent. Wow. OK, so that would be almost double. Right. Well, it's much less 50 percent increase. And we talk about Social Security all the time. Social Security, it has its own set of issues, right? Forget taxes. It's supposed to run out of money. So how the heck is that going to get paid for, right? It raised the rates. And, you know, one of the things that uh, we've said time and time again is for high-income earners during retirement, people that make more money, and it's already set up this way a little bit with the Social Security system, but the more money you're going to make, the more they're going to tax back away from you out of that Social Security. So if you're counting on that Social Security, you have to really be thinking. So... The main point of this is that it's serious for everyone. And this is not someone that is a, that's ha- dealing with one of these two numbers right now. Um, well, one number they are, I guess. But, you know, it, it is serious for everyone. This is a serious issue that you need to be thinking about what you're doing from a tax diversification standpoint. Rule of thumb used to be put everything you could back into your retirement plan. Well, there's loads of companies that have Roth 401ks now. You know, in this couple in particular, our final recommendation with them was put everything you can back into that Roth from here until the time you retire. Well, you're going to pay taxes on that money, right? You're thinking, my gosh, well, they're in the highest tax bracket. That's 37 cents of every dollar that they're going to be taxed on. You know, and if they're going to put close to 50 grand back there, that's that's $16,000 in taxes. And that's true. But what if they're looking at a tax rate down the road that's... 150% of that. Right. Or double that, right? And the money grows, so there's more of it, right? So you have to be thinking ahead. You can't be thinking for the moment. And we're so used to living for the moment. And, you know, our debt, our credit cards show that, right? Um, the amount of savings, emergency savings, well, hopefully last year cured you on that one. Um, but, you know, <laughs> these are things that are really important. So there's two numbers, though. Two numbers that. If your income exceeds one number, and if the amount of assets you have, your what's called a net worth, which is the total things you own minus the things you owe, right. okay, exceeds another number, then you seriously, seriously need to be doing something right now. You ready for those two numbers? Yes. $400,000 of income. Okay. And $3.5 million of net worth 3.5 million so when we come back on life planning 101 we're going to talk about why these numbers are so important and what you need to be doing right now segment two life planning 101 angela told us some important numbers before yes. we left. do you remember what they are yeah four hundred thousand and three point five million. if you make over four hundred thousand dollars of income or have a net worth which is the things you own minus the things you owe of over $3.5 million, 
then you need to be thinking about what your future is going to look like tax-wise and what your family's future is going to look like tax-wise. So I'll give you a good scenario of this. A few weeks ago, actually dealing with a, a new family we got introduced to, and um, we are dealing with a, a piece of property selling. So it had nothing to do with estate taxes. But this is the first time that I've had to look at it from an estate tax angle in a long time. Because if you think about it, the exemption amount for estate taxes is currently over $10 million, right. right? And for a couple, it's over $20 million. Well, this is a couple. So they don't have over $20 million of assets. Um, they have, they've done well. Right. They have over $10 million, but they don't have over twenty. So now we're looking at the proposal of $3.5 million being the estate tax exemption mark. And anything above that is going to be taxed at a top tax rate of 45%. That's a pretty big difference. Sure. So we're starting to you know look through this. And I bring up the issue because I say, we got to look at this. Because some of these strategies that we're looking at to save on the income taxes could actually expose more risk to the estate taxes for your kids. And the immediate response I got back was... Well, don't we have until 2026? Unfortunately, no. no, you don't. It's a misconception. The tax code can be changed at any time, any time. It could even change for 2020 retroactively. Now, there are a host of reasons that probably is not going to happen. And I'll give you the prime example of one. And there's a dad, and he wants his girl to marry a, a girl of his choice, and the son says no, and the dad says, well, the girl is, is uh, Bill Gates' daughter, and the son says, oh, oh, okay. And so the dad goes to Bill Gates, and he says, I want your daughter to marry my son, and Bill Gates says no. And the dad says, well, my son is the CEO of World Bank. So Bill Gates says, oh, oh, okay. Right? So the dad goes to the president of World Bank. And the dad says, I want you to appoint my son to CEO. And the president says, no. And the dad says, he's going to be the son-in-law of Bill Gates. And the president says, oh, then okay. okay. <laughs> this is how business works. Right? right. So <laughs> here we are, you know, thinking that uh, things could happen retroactively. The risk is, is that even the senators don't have their houses in order and they're not going to let that happen until their houses are in order for a $3.5 million exemption. Absolutely. Okay. So there's, that's probably the biggest reason it won't happen retroactively. It could, but it probably won't. Now, however, there is a big chance that we might see things happen in 2021. And that's where those two magic numbers come in. If you make more than $400,000 of income or you own more than $3.5 million of assets, you better be planning for this. Now, here's why I say this. I want to take, because I think I think a lot of people say, well, I, I'm a rancher, I'm a business owner, I have assets, but it's all tied up and I get that special code, that special exclusion. I encourage you to go back and listen to our show on that, number one, because I think the maximum is around a million dollars that you can, you can lower something exemption-wise and then there's a ton of stringent rules for that to actually work. So let's look at just a rancher, okay? And I'll give you an example of Tom. He's got a $20 million legacy. $17 million of that is land. The other $3 million is cash and cattle. So this is typical for a rancher, especially today with the way real estate prices have climbed significantly over the last several years. So if he dies today as a single man and the exemption's a little over $10 million, he's going to owe about $2.3 His family's going to owe about $2.3 million of state taxes on $20 million. 
Okay. So can they afford that? Well, if there's $3 million of cash and cattle, yeah, it might strap them a little bit, but most likely they could get the job done. No problem. So let's make a change. Let's drop that federal estate tax exemption 3.5 million to 3.5 million. Now his family's tax bill is going to go to six and a half million dollars. But we're not done yet because there's another proposal on the table. And this is a big one because it keeps circulating. It keeps popping back up. And now there is the juice to get this done. It's the loss of a step up in basis at death. Okay. And yeah, you're sitting here sucking air. I see it, Terry. You know, this is everybody, right? This is people that own stocks. This is people that have um, mom's house, right? Um, right down the road, and, and she owns it, and they're counting on that inheritance, right? And if they inherit it, the value of the property goes up, or the, the basis in the property goes up to the current value at her death. She turns around and sells it. Boom, no problem, right? No taxes owed. Well, in this case... Let's say that, that Tom paid a million dollars for that ranch. Is that too far-fetched for something that happened 20 years ago? Maybe inherited it 20, 30, 40 years ago? Who knows, right? right. It's not too far-fetched. So they're going to have that $6.5 million bill. And what if they can't get banking? A lot of people say, well, they could just go down to my bank. What if it's 08, 2008 again? What if banking isn't there? What is it? What if it isn't an option? They're going to be selling something off right. to pay that $6.5 million debt. Because here's, here's how the government works with estate taxes. It's kind of like if you have an orange, and I tell you that the government's going to take 50% of that orange, and I hand you that orange and a knife, and I said, okay, now show me, how does that work? You probably cut it in half, right? right. Uh-uh. That's not how it works. What the government does is they're going to take a little cut up the middle of that orange and they're going to squeeze out everything that's easiest to get to because they want their money quick and fast and you got to pay it quick and fast then all you got's what what's on the outside that's how estate taxes work okay and they're serious about it they're serious about getting their money so how are they going to get their money potentially a fire sale forget the risk of the property having to drop in value because it could be the wrong time to sell it Let's just assume that we got that million-dollar ranch that loses its step-up in basis, and now there's a top capital gains rate that they're paying on because it's such a big sell, and it would be in a tax bill of almost $3.8 million. So we just went from the family owing about two point three to now over $10 million. Over half the estate. Over half the estate. Ouch. Mm. That's a massive increase. But Tom's just a rancher. This is something to really think about. Yeah. This is something that you cannot ignore. If these two changes happen, you know, this is probably one of the worst things out there. We calculated some numbers on properties out in California, um, ones with state taxes too. And if the property has debt on it, in fact, one of the properties that we calculated, they had 60% loan to value. So in other words, if they had a $10 million property, they owed $6 million to the bank on the property. That's not too far-fetched either, right. right? When you buy buildings, what do you do with a building? You depreciate it, remember? Right. So if you lose the step-up in basis, it's not just capital gains rates you're paying. It's ordinary income tax rates, which are higher, right? So in this family's case... When we ran this scenario, it went from a $30 million estate value to the family owing, owing 
$3 million between the bank and estate taxes. $30 million went to negative three. Wow, you think this isn't a risk. It's a massive risk. And it's something that you need to be planning for now. Because if you wait to the rules to change, and then you try to plan for it, they may squeeze everything else and not allow for that to happen as well. Because we all know that they want to shut down the ways that you can maneuver your money, right? They want to close all these loopholes. That's important to do just as well if they're going to squeeze all the estate tax, right? So it's important that you do that planning today. When we come back on Life Planning 101, we're not going to ignore income taxes. We are going to go there, and we're going to talk about that magic number of $400,000. You're not going to want to miss it. Final segment, Life Planning 101, and we're going to transition into income tax. Yes, we've had the fun topic of uh, estate taxes right now. And, you know, we brought up something in uh, uh, the break, you know, that I do believe, you know, there's everybody's, uh, I I even feel this way. I think it's my duty to pay taxes as an American. That's what we owe this great country to protect us, right? Pay your fair share. Yeah, pay our fair share. And, you know, I think one of the important things is, is that we make sure and make a point to know that Everything that the government has given you as tools to not pay taxes is there because of a reason. And so it's our job to help you figure out what those tools are, right? The right tools for the right job. Yes. And if it's a possibility to pay less in taxes. And I want to intro with that before we get into income taxes, that magic number $400,000, because there has been a promise that anything, if you're making under $400,000 a year, your income taxes were not going to be increased. That was what Biden campaigned on. So I think many people are hoping on that. You know, and like we mentioned at the first break of the show, I, I mean, this is very bipartisan issue that we have uh, we have increased debt and we got to pay for it at some point. So if it's not in this administration, you know, whether you're making 400000 or not, I think it's incumbent on you to do some tax planning for your future when you're looking out there 10, 20 years in the future and what, what you need for retirement or what you need for down the road. But let's pay attention to the immediate issue because that's one that's the one that's going to be painstaking. Okay. And those people making $400,000, I just want to bring up some of the changes that would be happening for them. Number one is the fact that there's that Section 199A deduction for business owners, right? It's going to go away for those making over $400,000. They won't have that option. So that 20% pass-through deduction you you had been getting, if you'd been getting it, it's gone. Gone. Okay. If you're, you know, just paying individual income taxes or you're a business owner that gets passed through tax rates, rather than paying 37%, your taxes would go back up to where they were before at that 39.6%, all right? And then there's something else that's important, and it's called Social Security because, again, we got an issue with Social Security and we got to pay for it. So how do we pay for it? Well, if we tax the spread, right now, Social Security, there's a wage base, right? And if you're, you're going to make me lie if I tell you the exact number this year, um, but there's a wage base on how much of your Social Security is taxed, and it's around, what, 120, 130,000, somewhere in there. Well, that's going to stop still until you get to 400,000, and then it's going to kick back in, okay? So let's say that you make an extra 100,000 above that. Well, total FICA taxes you know, or around 12.4%. Right. So that'd be another $12,000 of taxes on top of that, mm. right? Okay. Now, here's the other thing. If you're making over a million dollars of income, 
they want your capital gains rate to be the same as your ordinary income tax rate. So rather than the preferential rate of the 20% plus the Medicare tax of 3.8, okay, so it's 23.8 basically, Right. you'd end up with that 39.6% plus the 3.8% Medicare tax. So that's a pretty big number, yes. right? So, and that's for people that make over a million dollars a year. But here's the one thing I want you to point out to that is let's say you make a million one. How's that work? I don't know. But now we're, you know, 600,000 over that threshold. Well, your taxes have gone up 12,400 on, on, you know, FICA for every 100,000, right? And then we've got all your capital gains now taxed at ordinary income tax rates. And let's just say that that equated to 100000 So that jump is going to be close to 20%. So that's another $20,000 of taxes, right? Right. And I don't care who you are. When you're talking $12,000, $20,000, it may seem like a drop in the bucket. It might be a blackjack hand for you, but I think that's real dollars. Absolutely. You know, that's something that's worth something and and you're able to do something with. And to add more pain to that, they're also talking about reducing the itemized deductions. Do you remember there was a phase out on itemized deductions before tax reform? Well, I don't, I don't see any news of that. They're just going to basically reduce it where your tax benefit can't be more than 28%. Okay, so it doesn't matter how much you give to charity. It won't matter, right? You can you'll be capped. So, I think it's really important that we start looking at this stuff in 2020. Because if you have an income that's above $400,000 this year and you're paying the least amount of taxes you can, I might ask you why this is the lowest tax rates in history. Why? If you're expecting that income to continue or be higher in the future, shouldn't you be doing everything you can to set yourself up not to pay taxes later? Later? Not as opposed to today? We have this immediate gratification we always want as Americans. Right. We just want it now. Right. And how many times did you hear me over, um, you know, tax reform talking about the extra dollars that you got in the in your pocket and doing something with those extra dollars? Right. OK. And how many people do you think actually did that? Not very many. No, there aren't very many. We learned to live off of tax reform. Well, if tax reform's ending. How are we going to learn to live off of less? It's going to hurt. Yes, absolutely. It's going to hurt. So you can either plan now or pay later. That's the bottom line of this, right? I mean, it's it's a famous quote that's out there that you can look up. I don't know who said it, but it's perfect. Right. Because the reality is that's where we're sitting today. You got a $3.5 million estate tax exemption staring you in the face, staring your family in the face. You have a $400,000 income threshold staring you in the face. So if either of those things apply to you and you give a darn about it, it might be time to do something about it because you're not going to have much time after all of this year ends, if any, right? So, you know, here here's the thing I would think about. I think about looking at what you're doing today when you're paying your taxes and taking a hard look and figuring out what could I be doing to setting myself up, maybe ask your CPA, setting myself up for higher taxes in the future. What could I be doing different? What might be some options? 
and your CPA might have some for you. You're probably going to need to ask your tax attorney. And I sure to heck hope that you have a quarterback like us that that's what we deal with is, you know, proactive planning to get that job done. Because these are serious situations to protect you and to protect your loved ones. And yes, like you said, this is a fun topic today, Terry, but <laughs> such an important one. Absolutely, so, yeah. yes. So we thank you for listening to Life Planning 101. I uh, hope you have a wonderful week and God bless. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 830 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Kennedy Financial Services Incorporated is an independent of Calton & Associates Incorporated and Smart Money Group, LLC.